Grimcast Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro. I'm your scaredy cat host, Antoinette, and I love a good ghost story. In this episode, we're talking to Chris. Chris is the host of Big Baby Sister Pod Dead Air, a horror podcast. Chris is a huge, and I mean huge, horror fan. Like, so huge, he has a Shutter account and very kindly lets me ride off on it. During the day, he's a creative director at boutique digital agency Hashtag Interactive. He's also an illustrator and graphic artist. Welcome to the show, Chris. Yay! Yay! Thank you so much for having me on. Finally, finally. And thank you for reminding me that you did have a story <laughs> when I was yes. like, do you know who I could guess? And then Chris was like, yeah, and I was like, who can guess me? Because <laughs> so I do have a story. Wow. Talk about like giving myself a hard time finding guests. No. <laughs> so I mean just for a little I guess background Chris so since Chris is the host of our sister podcast Dead Air we have been recording every week for like what a solid year and a half now year and a half a year yes. and a half but like Chris and I have actually never met in person <laughs> oh shit that's true you're the only one I haven't met yet on Dead Air yes um, yes this is true but yeah we've seen each other every week so I guess this is like how friendships are now in this pandemic yes. online yeah so this is this is know, the man. new normal yeah yeah <laughs> so i'm like i don't know if this is going to be like when i meet aaron and i'm going to be super stressed because like she's super tall like just so you know i am taller than aaron so well all right so <laughs> i'm used to like talking to you over zoom like eye level so i guess yeah. when we finally meet i'm just going to be looking up being like Hey, yeah. how's the Miguel air and I? There? We're we're like we're like we're not sure who is the taller one. Mm. Miguel's pretty tall. It's he is deceptively tall. Is he? Yeah, he's pretty tall. Deceptive. Okay, well, Miguel and Aaron are the other hosts of Dead Air for yes. our dear listeners who don't listen to Dead Air, which you should. It's a great you show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have wonderful guests on who talk about their favorite horror movies. Mm-hmm. So, this is why we're on the same production company (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) all right well let's jump right into it now being on the receiving end of this question yeah this is so weird (laughs) how weird is this chris i do i never i never answer i i asked the questions okay have you ever had to answer this question before this question never okay well here goes let's do it chris what is your horror origin story okay i love it okay (laughs) okay so because like like normally I would answer this in the in, in, in the context of movies. So so I have two answers. The first one is in the context of movies, my horror origin story is definitely watching aliens for the first time when I think I was about eight years old aliens. in a movie theater. Okay, wow. Yeah. So so this is back in the I'm not gonna give away my age, but <laughs> but but a long time ago, um I grew up in, in Mindanao and then we had this the concept of double features in 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 uh, cinemas did you guys have that in in the 80s here in in manila so um chris i was born in 89 did you have that in the 90s uh the first movie i ever saw was power rangers so um okay yeah i don't know how to but no okay okay so in the 80s okay (laughs) just to be clear i was born in the 80s i i didn't that's not my like formative like teenage years i was born in the 80s but but I I we were a big like a movie watching family so we watched movies a lot we we saw a lot of movies growing up we, when I was young and there was no age restriction so mm. my parents would, would 
would would would bring us to films and and uh, we had this whole thing this whole concept of double features in Mindanao in Cagandora where where I grew up. Mm. It was always a big thing. We would go as a family, go to to you know block off three to four hours mm. uh, on like a special night, maybe once or twice a month, mm. and then and then we would just be like you know we would have nice dinner and then go out to a three or four hour feature Dang. and then you know you know we we get like the popcorn and the drinks and then we sit down and watch movies and the thing with the double feature is it is so arbitrary how they put those two titles together okay. like it is so bizarre like there's no no rhyme or reason you know like it's not like uh we'll two we'll put two drama films together we'll put two mm. comedies together it's 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 like it's, it's so arbitrary it's it's just really based on when the movie was released right so this particular time which was burned into my brain was uh my parents brought me to the screening of who framed roger rabbit because they thought it was a kid's movie because it's 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 animated Mm -hmm. but number one it's not right it's extremely adult it's 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 not for children um but the worst thing about it was it was paired with aliens ah James Cameron's Aliens, okay. not the first movie, not Alien. So, so it was a double feature of Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Aliens. And then, so we watched the first movie, and I was like, "Well, great animation," and like, I don't know what's happening. There's like actual people who have an affair with fucking animated woman, and there's like murder, and it's like, <laughs> I said, what's happening? Like, I just wanted to watch cartoons, but that's what not what happened. So, so that was that, and then we jumped straight into Aliens, Bravo. which, as an eight-year-old, you're like, "What the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, this is fucking terrifying." <laughs> so, yeah, that was super traumatic. And the worst thing about it was, I was there with my younger sister. If I was eight-year-old, eight years old, she was six. So I know for a fact that this thing really scarred her for life. Oh, dang! Like she had no setup to to Aliens or to, to horror or to not even murder on screen oh you know? man so, yeah so like she still talks about it to this day like she is so traumatized by that screening of aliens so yeah so that is my horror <laughs> origin for movies okay okay so so but i have another answer to this question i'm sorry to take up so much of your time no no but actually I'm, before I'm, we get into your I'm, other answer yes, please i'm so surprised that you were let into this movie I'm telling you, like, it, like at the time, there was there were no age restrictions or nothing, no nothing. There's nothing. Do you remember when I said that the first movie I watched was Power Rangers? Hmm? We, I was only able to watch it at our second attempt because the first one. So at hmm. the time, I was six, and um, the age restriction was seven. So me and my dad get to the ticket booth, and the lady says, "How old is she?" And then my dad says seven, but at the same time, your truthful, lovely friend over here goes, I'm six. (laughs) And so we were like turned away for Power Rangers and you guys were let into aliens. Yeah. So again, so like <laughs> this is our age difference talking. So I guess I I assume this all happened when I was in my my mid to late teens. <laughs> so so that's when they were like stricter about about children coming in. But yeah. at the time, they were just like, "Fuck it, you're two years old. Here, watch fucking Halloween." Yeah, yeah. but I guess. Like what happened to your sister, they realized that, hey, maybe we should avoid scarring young children. Yes. Yes. Maybe that was the reason. Yeah. 
But anyway. that could have been the incident, that insight of everything. I just wanted to, like, <laughs> giant multicolored robot situation. If if I had, if I, uh, yeah, I should not have seen that movie at, at eight years old. Not at that age, man. Like, I, I should have seen Aliens when I was at least 10, at least 10, at least. I'm so surprised yeah. your parents didn't, like, just march you out as no, moment, they had like, no weirdness idea. happened. Oh, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm surprised that, like, I'm not surprised they took me because maybe they didn't know what it was about. Sure. But like midway, they should have fucking taken hey, me out of the theater. Maybe <laughs> not great for kids, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. Anyway, okay. So, what is your other origin story? Okay, okay. My other my other origin story is um, so I grew up in extremely religious background, extremely religious. Huh. So my mother has seven siblings. Four of them are. They're not nuns. They're 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 lay people. They're they're um if you know the order, the Tereshanas, they're you know, um if, if you're from Poveda, you know <clears throat> Father Pedro Poveda. Anyway, it's 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 a religious order. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. basically a Tereshana is a lay person. Mm-hmm. It's a religious order, like nuns, you know, you, you have a vow of celibacy and you know celibacy and and you know you know you you dedicate yourself to god and everything so i grew up in extremely religious Mm -hmm. setting background um all my aunts my my mother's family Mm -hmm. and uh surrounded by fucking statues all the time and and you know fucking paintings of the saints and it's 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 unnerving um honestly and uh, in the early 90s there's this thing that happened called in uh, fuck i forgot what's called it's called a goal miracle okay i don't know if you've heard that it's it's this town in the philippines it's near la union it's called ago mm, and that there's a quick there's Google. a kid there called judiel yep. um yes and he 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 said that the mother mary appeared to him and you know told him all these secrets about the future and whatever sorry we just like must correct um yes now goes by the name angel de la vega yes and he, he transitioned she- she she transitioned mm-hmm. um, during the time when she was much younger. Mm-hmm. Um, she was called Judiel. Yeah. Um, she has since transitioned, mm-hmm. um, um, but at the time she was a very young uh, boy called Judiel, yeah. um, who who said that he witnessed um, a vision of the the Virgin Mary, and mm-hmm. uh, she spoke to him and, and you know told told him about visions of the future and everything. Mm-hmm. And this all happened in in this small church in this town called Ago'o mm-hmm. near La Union. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there was a statue there of the Virgin Mary and the Virgin Mary statue started crying tears of blood. And then like this image of the Virgin Mary statue with bleeding eyes was fucking everywhere in the late 90s. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. Um, and it really traumatized me. It was, it was, it was really scary, uh, like really, really scary. And then, but like this hysteria, this mass hysteria happened where mm-hmm. everyone, everyone said there was a real thing. Um, people flocked to the area. My family brought me, we're from Mindanao, yeah. which is so far away. Yeah. We flew to Manila. Dang. 
drove all the way to a goal again, which is in La Union. So that's about a six hour drive. Um, went there and then, you know, you know, braved this very, very long line. It was a, it was a fucking long line of people uh, lining up to like go to that church and like, you know, draw water from the lake, which apparently has miraculous, you know, like properties or whatever. Style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, for real. This is like the late 90s. And then and then we saw the statue and there was there was like, you know, true to form, there were like there were like flakes of dried blood going down her face. And it was fucking terrifying. Everyone was like wow, going this is down amazing. like actively? They were, they were, like Yeah. No, 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 no. Like like we had already dried dried okay. up. Like no 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 movement. It was already there. But uh so like everyone's like just you know, like bowing down and crying mm. and praying out loud. And it was the freakiest fucking thing i mm. swear to god it was the scariest thing for me i was like I was like this is fucking terrifying like there's a fucking bleeding statue over here people are crying and wailing and like and i'm like what the fuck is going on uh-huh. it was terrifying really it was really terrifying i think everything boils down to that 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 moment i think was like yeah that that was easily my my horror origin story like that was fucking terrific that's why whenever i get asked about what's the scariest movie for me i'm always like my it's just a genre the genre is fucking religious horror if there are saints there if there are fucking paintings of a bleeding saint or fucking you know you know mary crying tears of blood mm. that shit that shit scares the fuck out of me because mm. of my background how i grew up with my aunts mm. and and seeing that that fucking statue <laughs> which again i i must clarify it was debunked oh uh, was it you know, oh yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah judy l like admitted that was all fake so what was like, that yeah. stuff then like that was all fake that was all fake that was like they fucking rigged they rigged a thing. Um, a thing behind the statue's eyes to make it leak tears of blood but it was fucking terrifying and it fooled me mm. and it fooled everyone. It fooled millions of people. I'm telling mm. you, this thing was huge. But yeah, absolutely 100% fake. Totally bullshit. And, you know, so 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 that's why, like, I have to marry that whole, like, my, my fear of, 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 like, the unknown and, and like, and the afterlife and, and all that religious shit with, with the fact that that bullshit was fake. But oh, it terrified man. me as a kid, you know? Yeah. I mean, and is it, like, when you got there, was it, like, some life-size statue situation that's, like... No, it was a, it was a tiny statue, actually. It was, oh. like, it was probably, like, like, maybe a foot and a half tall. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. yeah, super creepy, religious horror. Super creepy, religious horror, people crying, wailing. Oh, you see man. a statue with, with like dried blood on its face. It was fucked up. How old and were we're you supposed then? to I think I was about 13, 14, something like that. Yeah, but like seeing all those like people almost in rapture, like completely yes, freaking yes. out and also crying statue, crying blood. I that is this is yeah it, it was terrifying really like i i cannot exaggerate how scary that was <laughs> or i don't know like people maybe maybe a lot of people who were there actually took comfort from it it i i don't you know i don't uh I don't, but I don't the thing is, okay I mean, like, let's humor the story if it were real Mm-hmm. Why? Why is it a, a good Be, omen because that this thing, uh, like this statue, is crying blood? Like, why is that a good thing? Apparently, it wasn't a good omen. It was supposed to be Mary warning us about the, the end, end of times. times. Yeah, in yeah. 1994. So yes, so it was people going there 
and, you know, basically saying that, you know, I want to wash myself of all my guilt because I know it's end, the end times and we're all going to die. And I want to be my, my, con- I want my conscience to be clean before I meet the, m- the Lord. Yeah. So it was fucking freaky, dude. It was freaky. Yeah. Well, as far as I know, up. the only end times that affected the world over in 1994 was the death of Kurt Cobain. Um <laughs> Yes. So far, that's the yeah. only thing I remember 1994 from. Exactly. Not that I even have memories from 1994, mind you. Because <laughs> you were what, six years old? Or no, dude, I was five. <laughs> wow, I was off by You're so a off. year. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, well, maybe four. I don't know, man, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so fun times. For, Super fun time. For future reference, religious horror is also the type of horror movie that I like can handle the least. Like, dude, yeah. throw aliens at me, throw evil little yep. leprechauns, like yep. can do, throw like serial killers, Slashers. true crime, yep. gore, mm-hmm. fun, can do, but like when you, Mumu, maybe, depends. I can do Mumu, yeah. Depends. I can do supernatural, I can do ghosts, but if there's a saint in there, if there's fucking the Virgin Mary, I'm oh, tapping dude. out, dude. Well, not so much saints for me, but like if they start talking about demons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I'm like, step out, step out, step out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. I, I, do do you know the show on YouTube called um, Buzzfeed Unsolved? No, what the hell is that? Oh my god, welcome. Okay, welcome to Buzzfeed Unsolved. It is a really great like amateur ghost hunting show. <laughs> but the great part is, since it's on BuzzFeed, it's not like those ghost hunting shows where they like purposely come into a place. And like make it seem scarier than it is, mm-hmm. and like play stupid, annoying music. And then their reaction, like normally on ghost hunting shows, are like, "Oh my god, what was that? Is the door it closed by itself?" Like shit, like that, just like blowing up every small thing. Yeah. But this one is like one of the hosts is a complete scaredy cat. Another, the other host is a complete skeptic. So mm-hmm. here you have the host, the believer host, completely freaking out mind exploding whenever something creepy happens and sometimes mm-hmm. creepy things do happen and then here you have this other guy just like making fun of him going look at him his mind's exploding and like <laughs> there are episodes where he just like you're not supposed to provoke demons or anything and like this other guy goes into the room going like hey demons it's your boy what's up <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Um, and they're on their last season now, sadly. But you have, if you get into it, there are six seasons to binge. It's wonderful. Send me the link. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, but when they start talking about demons, man, I'm just, I'm really, I, that's where I tap out. Um, like if you start talking about exorcisms, um, like Emily Rose, man, I'm never sitting through that shit again. Like, yeah, that's really bad. That's yeah. The, I mean that's a great movie, but it's it's a it's a hard one to watch. Like even the conjuring ones, like I have to do it in daytime. And then mm-hmm. the the nun one. That's K Lung for me. Well, it was K Lung for me. But, but in general, like like you would think you no, know, that that would be like one of my scariest things because it's a fucking nun. I think it's the the prosthetics on the face yeah. that can throw me off. Well, I mean to get through that movie, I read the wiki entry as I was watching it. So yeah, that, that yeah, really yeah. helped. <laughs> but yeah. So lovely origin story, good times, statues, crying blood, and aliens. Super, super good times. Yeah. I love how Sigourney Weaver is involved in your horror origin uh, story. 
Absolutely. Makes it a really good one. But um, moving on, the question of the hour or 40 minutes, who knows, Mm -hmm. um, is do you believe in ghosts? Okay. This is a very difficult question. Why? Very difficult because number one, I do not. I do not. I vacillate between being agnostic Mm. and an atheist. Mm So I'm I'm somewhere in between there. I don't know. Some days I, I am, some days I'm not. Um, I do not believe in ghosts, mm-hmm. but this story I'm gonna tell you is about ghosts. Sure. And it freaked me the fuck out. Like I have no physical explanation as to why what happened. Mm. Because there were a number of witnesses, oh. uh, and I was one of them. Okay. Um, but but yes, I think in general I do not believe in ghosts, um, and that is coming from someone who actually wants to believe in an afterlife. Um, I okay. really do. My father passed away when I was in my teens, and mm. then I always was like, I didn't spend enough time with him. I, you know, so so I want to believe in an afterlife. I want mm. to believe in in you know, so so I can in 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 supernatural. Natural, so so mm. I can see him again. So yeah, so yeah, it's complicated. I, I really vacillate between between that. But yeah, so that's why it's a very complicated answer for me. So I cannot say absolute no, mm. and I can't say absolute yes. Somewhere in between, I still don't know. I I am confused. <laughs> Mm, mm. That, that's my answer. Yeah. We are undecided on the belief yes. on ghosts, which is absolutely fine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe one day you will have a definitive experience. Well, no, you yes. had a definitive experience, so you say. So, but again, it, it could be tainted with with memory. Mm. It could be tainted with my age when it happened. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're such a skeptic. I'm a super. I'm super skeptic. If you've ever seen the X Files, I'm. I am. I am. Uh, I'm Dana Scully. Um, Fox Mulder was mm. the one who believed. Right. I am. I. I am the skeptic. I am. Yeah. I'm Jillian Anderson. Yes. I've always been Jillian Anderson. I want to believe, but I need empirical evidence. Mm, mm. That's it. Okay. Upside, great hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't have great hair, but yes, she did yes, have great you do. hair. Yes. I think. Well, again, I've never seen your hair in person, so it's got <laughs> to be. Like, jury's <laughs> out. Anyway, all right. Well, let's get into it. Okay. So what, what's the story? What is your story? Okay. Okay. I've, I've built this up a lot. I hope it lives up to your expectations. A <laughs> um, few things you need to know. Uh, first of all, this happened a long, long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, again, like, I, it could be tainted with memory and time. Uh, but I still do greatly remember the actual physical feeling I had when I saw it. And uh, I, I, it still kind of, like, boggles my mind uh, up to this day. Okay. So again, like this all goes full circle because this has something to do with my upbringing, my religious upbringing. Mm-hmm. So again, like I, I told you about my, I have four aunts mm-hmm. who are in the religious order called the Tereshanas. They're Tereshanas. This is the the order that's the, that kind of, you know, takes the example of Father Pedro Poveda, a Spanish saint who is the basis basically for, for the school Poveda. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And his order is the, or, you know, the IT order, mm-hmm. the order of the Tereshanas. Anyway, so I have four aunts who are in that order. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seven seven people on my mother's side. Um, she is the only female who is not the Tereshana. Uh, she's got two brothers uh, and four four um, Tereshanas. So when you're a Tereshana, you're in you're you're a lay person. So so there's a whole. It's not a convent because they're not nuns, right? But mm-hmm. they're celibate. Uh, they they've pledged themselves to to God. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so they live in dorms where they, you know, they 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 subsidize each other's uh, food and they mm. get donations from the church and then they have, you know, so so they have whoever is in the order. They get to sleep there. They get to eat there, and then they they do all their prayers and whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna set the stage. Yeah. I live in Mindanao. There's a small town in Mindanao called Cagayandoro. It's on the northern tip. Okay. It's the northern tip of Mindanao. And it's it's got its hills and valleys. Uh-huh. Okay. It's a very unique um, land area because it's got a lot of mountains. Uh-huh. But it's on the tip of Mindanao. So it's it's blocked off by beach. Uh-huh. So it's got the, the mountains and it's got the beaches. Okay. So I live, I grew up, I was born and raised in the small house in uh, Mindanao mm-hmm. and on, on like a hill. So on the lower, Kagan is, 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 is a valley city. Mm-hmm. On its edges, it's got big hills and it's got like a, a deep valley. That's why we, when we were hit by Ondoy, it was mm-hmm. so bad. Mm-hmm. We, we lost thousands of people. Dang. Because because you know the the structure of the land is it's hills and valley and it's a big valley and so so the rain just collected the valley and then just it just right. drowned a lot of people because there's oh also God. a very big river that runs through Kagan called the Kagan River mm. and so it was the offshoot from the the, the mountains that. Mm. You know, that, uh, you know, as a result of illegal logging that caused this massive flash flood that hit the river that flooded the valley of Cagandoro and that killed a lot of people. Okay, so so just setting the tone for the physical makeup of my city. So we, my house lived on kind of a higher up part of the city. Mm Mm-hmm. A small, small hillside, literally called Horseshoe Drive, because the the makeup was of the road was in the shape of a horseshoe. Mm-hmm. Down the road, deeper down that road into the lower part, um, there's a small, tiny road. Um, there was the is where the Tereshanas that mm. that that order they had their whole dorm. Okay, mm-hmm. no, sorry, sorry. There was a house there. It's an old house. Mm-hmm. That they bought because mm-hmm. it was big enough to hold about, I don't know, let's, let, let's give a number. Let's say 20 people, 20 mm-hmm. Tereshanas. Mm-hmm. So they bought it to house 20 Tereshanas to use it as their dorm. Okay, so it's, I, I think technically it's about, I don't know, maybe four blocks away from my from the house I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And that's where two of my aunts uh, lived, right? Mm-hmm. So so they were there from the start when they bought the property and used, started to use it as as their um, their, their, their dorm to house 20 members of their order and it was a big deal at the time because um you know they had to raise a lot of money and then to, to afford it and then uh, because it was kind of big and then it was not so far from our place so we were like oh we got this new place we're gonna visit our aunts and then say hello and mm. you know and then we had a big i remember we had a big like party you know to celebrate their the, the purchase of the the that dorm you know, we had a lechon and everything, whatever. So mm-hmm. this is where the story happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so much set up. Please forgive that. This is where the story happens. So they bought the house. The next day after we celebrated, literally the next day after we celebrated the purchase of the house, they, they, they so they invited a lot of people from the surrounding neighborhood. Us, of course, um, a few people, a few neighbors and stuff. It was a big party. Mm-hmm. They, had, they had the lechon, the cake, whatever bullshit. It was fun. The next morning, my aunt called my mother freaking the fuck out. Why? Because her room, she had a very tiny room, mm-hmm. um, like like super tiny, like just enough for a single bed. And in front of uh, adjacent to her bed is like a, w- a wooden cabinet. Like a parador. You know? A parador that you just open, mm-hmm. you know. 
wooden uh, and they were varnished. Um, I remember varnished brown, hmm. uh, you know, shiny, shiny brown. Mm-hmm. You got, you know, you know, you got the the whole like wood look yeah. that's emphasized by varnish. My 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 aunt called my mother. She could not believe something was on the cabinet doors. Okay. Um, so she told my mother, who told us, and then obviously I was super like, what, what? Oh my God. I, I immediately believed it because I was like so young. Sure. Um, but I saw it. I saw it with my own two eyes. Uh-huh. And I have seen, not only have I seen it with my own two eyes, I have seen photographs of it. Uh-huh. So I know it's real. Uh-huh. Um on that door, the day after they bought the house, the door, the 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 cabinet door of my aunt's room inside, where she puts all her clothes, mm. it's a it's very tall, it's thin and tall, mm. very tall. It's varnished brown. Mm. Um, there's a very clearly you cannot mistake it. There is a word and it's a name, and the name is Soling. S O L I N G. Soling. And she's super it, sure that it wasn't there before. I am 100% it wasn't there before. And I will tell you the story. This story isn't done. Oh. So that night, uh, that day, when she woke up, the name Soling appeared on that door. And it, 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 it appeared in kind of like, parang, that's why I said the word varnished, because it was varnished. But the name is written like if someone wrote some kind of, wrote it in some kind of primer mm. or whatever, because like it was dripping and it was like affecting the varnish. I don't know how to describe it, but it was affecting the varnish. Um, it's not paint. It's not, it wasn't scratched into it. It looked like the varnish was like deteriorating. It was melting the varnish. It was melting the varnish to reveal the word soling. Okay. okay. So it said soling. We didn't know if it was a word, if it was a name or whatever the fuck it was. But my, I just remember my aunt telling my mother to go there mm. because she could not believe what the fuck just happened because mm. she saw that door and had nothing mm. the day they bought it the day they moved in uh the day after that word appeared on her or not. Mm. and uh, i hadn't seen it by by that point i had not seen it by by that point so so i i just know that it happened i know my mother went there it freaked my mother out it freaked my aunt out it freaked everyone out everyone was fucking terrified mm. okay the next night there's the more. very, the very next night. Again, I'm gonna preface this by saying to you that I am a fucking atheist right. slash agnostic. I do not believe in the shit. <laughs> uh, maybe there, maybe there is something like if, who fucking knows, man. Maybe someone just snuck in and like you know wanted to freak some nuns out and you know put some sort of fucking I don't know primer over that varnish to make it melt or whatever. I don't, I don't uh. give a fuck. But this one I know because I saw it with my own two eyes. Uh-huh. This next thing that happened so the next thing that happened was so 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 the word soling was on the left door door the next day after this was told to like fucking everyone like she told everyone literally told everyone mm-hmm. my mother my mother told everyone so like this spread like wild fire everywhere next night the next morning mm-hmm. My my aunt again in her fucking room on the right hand door, right next to that door that said Suling, another word appeared, and then the word was Lita. What? What? Very fucking clear. What? Left door said Suling. And then suddenly the next day, the right one said Lita. Suling and Lita. What? 
And I had not, I didn't see, I didn't see, okay, so so just to be clear, I did not see it when it was just Soling, but this caused such an uproar in that general Area. fucking neighborhood that they were letting people in to just take a fucking look at my aunt's room and to look at the, those fucking doors. And I was there and I can guarantee you, I say this with zero fucking, I don't it's clear as day. It said Saling on the left door and it said Lita on the right door. And I have seen pictures of people just taking pictures of those fucking doors and i've seen it and it still says Soling Lita. to this day does it still I don't exist know because they mo- i don't i don't know because they moved out after that they moved out years after okay but it never disappeared nothing ever came after those first two days uh-huh. um but they never disappeared those two words never disappeared there were no like fucking you know lights going off or whatever bullshit sure it was just the first two days of Soling appearing on the one door and then the word Lita appearing on the second door and then I swear to God, like, I fucking don't again I risk my reputation <laughs> you know by 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 saying by telling the story but, but like, my my whole family knows it my sister all my sisters have seen it uh-huh. I have seen it I I just cannot fucking explain it sure my only explanation is someone fucking fucked with my aunt, sure. came in with fucking, I don't know, some sort of varnish or I don't know, I don't know, you know, whatever disrupts the varnish and then wrote those two names on the door. They're still there. And they never disappeared until until the Tereshanas left that house. And every time I go back to my hometown, I, I jog around the area. I swear, I always jog around that fucking house. Just look at it. Mm. It's always in the dark mm. and it always gives me the fucking creeps okay okay that's my story i have nothing to add to that that is it couple of questions yes <laughs> okay um so basically tarashana's buy house mm-hmm. all good all is good mm-hmm. move in mm-hmm. all is still good yeah and then your aunt sleeps in the room let's say night before all good still yeah. and then next day upon waking there it is Yes. So it's basically just like the span of an overnight. I mean, yes. normally people don't go into like each other's rooms, especially Bef- like if you're lay people. Like, why would like they don't do yes. that? So if that ever happened, if if someone actually physically did it, the suspects are just Tarashanas, lay people. Yes, I, it doesn't like that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So okay, it magically appears, and then what was the span of time between the first and the second word? The very next day. Very next day. Two days. Two days. Oh wow. Like, Two days in a row. The first day it was Soling. The next day it was Lita. So we always refer to those two people, whoever the fuck they are, Soling and Lita. This has affected me so much. Okay, so I, I kind of dabble as a screen, uh, script writer. Sure. I've, I've done a lot of spec scripts, mm-hmm. a lot. I've only written one that was actually filmed for Quark and RS mm-hmm. um, called My Candidate. But the very first script I ever wrote mm-hmm. was a horror film called titled Lita mm-hmm. because of how much I remembered that fucking incident with whoever the fuck Lita is. Well, I do, it's a it had nothing to do with it had n- my script had nothing to do with what happened. It was just I just it's just the name uh-huh. Lita is just burned into my mind. Not even Soling. Not even Soling. It's the name Lita is just burned into my mind. Like yeah. Cornerstone memory Yeah 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 super super okay it is- so and then she goes to sleep the night before and it's just mm-hmm. Soling and wakes up literally the next morning 
presumably nobody had been into her room as she slept. Presumably. Presumably. Yeah. And it's possible that someone did. But I don't see why anyone would. I mean, to scare someone. I don't know. Maybe I, to I, do a prank. Or, again, like, this is why I always view it with a lens, like, physically or scientifically. You can fake that shit, like, because I, I remember that the, the door is varnished. It, yeah, I, I don't know what kind of primer disrupts varnish. Because it really looked like it was, like, drips. Like, like something written in paint. not But not no, paint, what's sorry. What's that thing that you use for paint, for oil paints? Is it varnish, actually? Um, but you mix this thing in with oil paints to yeah 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 exactly we'll, we'll yeah. do a we'll do a google but that actually yeah. that, that melts paint because it's supposed to like dissolve it yes so that's kind of where i'm going at like if i was a scientist and i kind of broke things down into the physical world that is possible if someone came in wrote that shit on the door using whatever that is whatever primer i don't know yeah Mm. anyway okay and then like the next morning presumably nobody had been there then there is this new word and it's just like so it it appeared one after the other Mm -hmm. uh one day and then the second day and like only in her room out of all the rooms yes out of all the rooms yes in the house so ling and lita so whatever that means it's so, just so random. Does that mean so like that, you that's never also found another out? thing? No, 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 no. That's why it's also weird. Like, if you were just playing a prank, like, why those names? Like, that means nothing. Like, it means nothing. Like, it's, it's I don't know. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Uh, did just you know understand. who? Did they know who owned the house before them? No, I mean they're all like whatever. They're all like you know rumors of fucking like murders and that but you know mm. you know that's all bullshit that's all bullshit who knows man okay but but again like i don't fucking believe the shit i have seen both those names on those doors and i've seen not only physically on the doors i've seen photos of them again the last time i saw them i was probably like 10 years old so please take it with a grain of salt with my age my bias and then my my fear of the of religion whatever but this this is like something that was really burned into my brain and i'm never gonna forget it i don't know what it is man but it's like places with that are just very religious or like retreat houses or like seminaries mm. or just like people that have a lot of people who have, and there's a, like a lot of religious activity. I don't know why, but it like attracts weird stuff, like really weird stuff. Like, I don't know if I know you went to high school in again, right? Yes. Right. So I don't know if you had like retreat houses or like. Oh, super. I, I had a ton. Right. Yeah. And in Cagayan, because I don't know how you guys did it in Manila, but in Cagayan, we had it in, in the mountains. We we did all retreats on in tents, mm. yeah, in, you know, in, in like high, the highest point of the, the area. Well, I mean, Creepy I, as fuck. I think I would have preferred tents because like at least you're not in some struck. Well, I don't know. Actually thinking about that now that would also have been creepy but um we have like in in we usually go to like retreat houses maybe in Tagaytay, Antipolo, Cavite like and these houses like they're super quiet and maybe they're sure. on farms or something or if it's Antipolo it's it's medio secluded and it's just like this solitary building 
where mm-hmm. it's super quiet. It's super eerie. I mean, there are lots of people like praying and doing their thing. But yeah, it seems to just like attract a lot of really weird things too. And I have heard like theories of it attracts that sort because it's trying to challenge you as you yes. like exercise your faith. And that just really freaks me out, man. Yeah. Again, like it, it's, I'm very, very conflicted with this because I, again, I do not believe in this. Mm. I don't, I really don't. I can only believe in what I see with my own two eyes. Mm. That's why I always think in the back of my mind, I'm like, I think someone did that. Mm. I think someone did that to scare off someone. I don't know. But I saw it. So physically, it is there. Right. Uh, it, it's not like something like you can slightly make out the letters. No, it is very clear. It is very clear. So so in the back of my mind, I'm always like, um, it, it's, it's very possible someone actually did something to do that to scare people but just like the one room and just like the one person yeah and like why those words why those names like what is that like what does you scare someone by like saying like i am the devil or something you know what i mean like why something random like the name soling and lita like it's so weird have you seen matilda i'm sure you've seen matilda Mm-hmm. You remember the scene where she uses her telekinetic powers to pretend she's the ghost of the dad's dead sister mm-hmm. to like, uh, yeah, like yeah, scare yeah, yeah, him yeah. like, yeah, oh, yeah. Magnus, I know what you did. You know, like something maybe, like that, um, right? May- maybe Lita means something to someone who was there. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Fuck, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. Man. Okay, so and then I don't know that, how scary. I don't know how scary this story was for 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 you, Antoinette. I don't know. But, it's it's like, really weird for sure, and it doesn't make any sense. And nothing ever happened. Nothing. And then they were there for I, I think I'd say at least a decade. Nothing ever happened. It was just the first two days. Maybe it was like trying to test them out to see, like, uh, yeah, it's possible. Yeah, are they gonna it really out? is. Yeah. Are they not? We'll see. Huh. Yeah. Well, well, just one thing that you mentioned earlier, though. You said that it has to be, for you to be scared of something, it has to be something that you see. Um, mm-hmm. I think actually for me, it's the complete opposite. It's something, it's things that I can't see that I'm completely freaked out sure. by. They, they you imagine. Yeah. Because there's just a lot of space for me to fill in the blanks and my sure. overactive imagination yeah, yeah, yeah. does not help me out. I mean, much in the same way that I'm scared of pools that I can't see the bottom of anymore, or when you start mm-hmm. swim, when you swim in the sea and you can't see the bottom, and then you hit the yeah, when you hit the deep part. Yeah, like that freaks me out. Like when once you start not being able to see the bottom, I'm like, mm-hmm, I don't like mm-hmm. this anymore. So it's like the fear of things I can't see. I can't sleep in like pitch darkness. Um, because yeah. it's just like my mind fills in those gaps with all the things. Sure, so sure. that's why like. Mm, Ghosts freak me out. The dark freaks me out. What a responsible 30 plus year old I am. But yeah, so I it's super interesting that for you to be scared of something, you have to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Again, because that's that's what happens when you're an atheist. <laughs> I guess. You're just like, nothing scares me, dude. Like, because I don't believe in that shit. Well, but when you cannot explain something that you have seen physically, that's when it's like, Okay. I think that's why I'm more agnostic. Actually, I can't say I'm yeah. completely. Atheist. I, th- I, th- I think. I think. Yeah, I really struggle with it. Oh my god, is this a confessional? Yeah. <laughs> this so, is therapy. So, Welcome, Chris. Yeah. Is this therapy? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I. To be fair, I. I really think I'm. I'm. I think I'm agnostic. I. I. Again. I. I. 
vacillate between. I mean, it's a spectrum, right? For everyone. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Faith, faith is difficult. Faith is difficult. Well, that's why it's we we, we struggle faith. through it. Yeah, exactly. We we struggle through our own interpretation of it. Well, and that's life, I guess. You just gotta. <laughs> well, who who sang this again? George. There's a George in this name. George. You gotta have faith. George Michael. That one. Yeah, George Michael. He's like boy George, George Michael. Yeah, you wouldn't know because you weren't born in the eighties. I know this song though. <laughs> well, anyway. Anyway, thank you for joining us, Chris, and sharing your really, like, actually, your story is super unsettling. Yeah, it's, it's not super scary. It's just unexplainable. I think that's... that's. A, it's that's unexplainable, a, and it's the kind of story that it's like, if it were a coin, you just kind of keep flipping it and just like... Yeah, right. doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. What, 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 what? Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Very, it, it is, it, for me, it lived up to the hype. so i hope it's been the same for all of our listeners is there anything you want to share with the good people of the internet what are you up to these days how do you spend your free time locked at home in this 200th year of our pandemic yeah uh yeah just uh just uh please uh check out the dead air podcast <laughs> check it out um it's fucking awesome please find it on any platform super fun you can please also if you could please check out my my instagram art account chris costello art on instagram and then uh lastly the elections are coming up vote with your conscience i'm wearing pink if you can't see it we're recording on a wednesday Vote for Lenny. Vote for Lenny. Vote for Lenny. Please, I can't go through this again anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Life is too much of a nightmare. Let's fucking end the shit. I can't. I just, I, I just need the outside world now. Mm-hmm. Please, dear God, let me out. <laughs> Funny enough, also on Maui's podcast, we had a moment. We had a please vote for Lenny moment. I can't handle. Like, I can't take this shit anymore. <laughs> um. Awesome. Yes. So. Thank you again, Chris. Super fun. We, Thank see, you so much. It's I an, had a lot of fun. Hour. This was cathartic. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to therapy, Chris. This is actually yes. free therapy. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> but um, yeah, so thanks again. This has been Grimcast Manila with your host, Antoinette. You can find more episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and everywhere you find your podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Grimcast Manila. Join our group, facebook.com slash Grimcast, a group for ghosts and ghouls. And as of today, which will probably be not literally today when you listen to this podcast, we have an Instagram account, which I finally started posting on. I'm so sorry. But yes, we have an Instagram. It's called Grimcast MNL Pod. Follow that shit because... I am finally posting on it. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Grimcast Mandela is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro and is produced, recorded, and distributed by Big Baby Studios. Find out more about our other shows on Big Baby at itsabigbaby.com or facebook.com slash bigbabystudios. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye.